0: Could have been stardust, same world but without us. Something made us, made us find each other out there. Made us realize we're more than just stardust. Ignore this fact if you must. To do what your dreams are telling you to do. And I'll be out there looking for someone like you. Hi, I'm Frank Daly and welcome to That Sounds Interesting podcast. Today my guest is Diego Aguila, a young writer and filmmaker from Mexico, but now living in Lisbon. So welcome Diego, it's great to have you on my podcast today. Oh thank you very much for inviting me Frank, I've uh, loved your podcast. (laughs) Oh thanks a lot. So um, let's start with some background. I know you were living in Mexico up to about three months ago, so Give me a little bit of detail about that.
1: Yeah, well, I was born and raised in Mexico City. Um, I was born in 2002. And about a year ago or a year and a half ago, my mother was uh, thinking about uh, moving here to work. And I was finishing high school. And by the time she would come here, I would be finished with high school. So I thought to myself, well, uh, why don't I can I come with you (laughs) and she said yeah sure come with me you can study there you can try new things there and so yeah that's what got me here I never lived outside of Mexico City and I've only been to Europe once before coming here so it was definitely a, a big change but a very cool one I'm having so much fun.
0: Okay, that's great. And you started to do some filmmaking, I guess, in Mexico before you actually came over here.
1: Yeah, well, I've been pretty much since I have a memory. I've always wanted to do something related to filmmaking or to art. But uh, yeah, ever since I was a kid, I've loved movies. I've loved uh, holding a camera. I have a very funny story of... Me in kindergarten, or actually pre-kindergarten, I'm not sure what you would call that. And our school had like a little dance where the kids would dance and I was going to dance. So my parents came to see me and they brought their camera, their video camera to record. And it was, there was a very old camera. It was one of those mini DV cassettes, very old cameras. And at some point I didn't want to dance and I ended up kind of asking my dad to give me the camera. <laughs> and he ended up giving me the camera and I would uh, film all my classmates and film my parents and my teachers. So that day I didn't dance, I didn't feel like dancing, I just felt like recording ev- everything. Uh, so pretty much since there, I've known that I wanted to be behind the camera all my life. Uh, okay, well that's tremendous. It's tremendous to have, yeah. have
0: this like from your very earliest memories nearly to be, to to. to find out what you want to do yeah and of course now that you're here in in uh, lisbon and i know you're looking to go to college now and to do uh studying of mm-hmm. of filmmaking but you've made a few films and we'll talk about those in a little uh, yeah. a little bit of time but um so um but there's other aspects of filmmaking as well like for example uh, writing the editing i guess as well mm-hmm. so so have you been involved in all those feet? Th- parts as well.
1: Yeah, I've had the opportunity to pretty much do every single thing there is to do in film, even acting. Uh, I'm not very proud of uh, my acting skills, (laughs) but I have tried it, but uh, yeah, I've tried pretty much every single aspect of the filmmaking process and I would consider myself right now more of an editor and maybe director than anything else, because since I was a kid, my father is a computer engineer. So he was always showing me computers. He was always showing me how to use this and that. So I ended up stumbling across a video editing software. And since I was a tiny, tiny kid, I was doing like movie maker, little videos and stuff like that. So since very young, I've been editing videos. So right now editing to me is like second nature and I can do it all the time and I never get tired. And I, I, I get, it's pretty easy to me to edit, I guess. So I've helped so many people edit uh, their projects and I've edited all my own projects. So right now, I'm, I will consider myself like a video editor because of that. Okay, so it's, and it's a really important
0: skill, editing. Yeah. Because no matter what you shoot, you're going to have to edit it. And, yeah. and how you edit it will make a huge difference how people exactly. perceive it. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it is very important, certainly. So uh, what about the writing skills, like mm. writing scripts and writing stories?
1: Well, you know, writing has actually been kind of my... I've, I've always... Uh, when I was a kid, I would write stories like so many other kids. I loved to read as a kid. Uh, but I actually never had a lot of confidence in my writing skills and uh, it's, it's hard because as a filmmaker you can maybe not know how to act and act very badly and it's not that much of a problem. But eventually you are probably going to need to write a short film, write at least a very simple project in order to start making your own projects and stuff. You can't just... Uh, do remakes of, I guess you can, but uh, it's very good to learn how to write. So in my filmmaking journey, I've pretty much have to, I have to force myself to write. So I've made a bunch of uh, short films where I wrote it by myself. And when I finish a short film, the thing I always fear the most is that, oh, I think the writing is very bad. I'm not sure about the dialogues. I'm not sure about the plot line and stuff like that. So at some point of my life, I ended up kind of always that I have a, a script, which is, it's a good thing to do, but it's also kind of a, a, a process that maybe could be easier is that I always needed to show it to someone and eventually they would help me write. So it would be like a co-written. Okay, it's incredibly
0: important to have people yeah. to give you feedback because you get too involved in a particular project and any project, art related project you're so focused on it that you can't see issues yeah, that exactly. are exactly.
1: Exactly, yeah. So I've always, uh, thanks to help from friends, teachers, even my family, <laughs> with my scripts and stories, I've managed to get some pretty okay stories out there, but uh, yeah, right now my focus, now that I'm uh, kind of taking a break from uh, filming and editing, is to focus a lot on writing and uh, honing my writing skills in order to have a a very good foundation uh, for the future. Because I I really like writing, it's uh, one of the things I like the most doing. But I, I'm always fearful of that process.
0: <laughs> okay, well, you, I mean—I know you've been attending the um, mm. Lisbon Writers Group, which I go to as well. Yeah. And you've read some, some of your stories that you've written there. And they, they, they're very good, actually. Oh, thank and you've, you. And <laughs> you, you've got some really good response from, from lots of different people in, in the group, I think. So, so obviously, you're well on the way to, to uh, writing some good scripts as well mm. for doing it. Though, I guess. Writing a short story is the first part of it. Then you have to think, well, how could that be a script? And that's quite a different thing, I guess.
1: It's definitely very frightening. You have a story and you think, okay, this story is good. Yes, let's do it. And then the other problems appear like, oh, budget. Oh, you know what? Maybe I don't think I can get this kind of actor. Maybe I can get this other location, maybe blah, blah, blah. because of the nature of uh, independent filmmaking sometimes you have a very solid story but uh, x or y thing happens and now you have to change the story you have to readapt it and
0: yeah, uh, yeah. in your imagination i found this because i've done a bit of amateur filmmaking mm-hmm. in the past is your imagination of what's going to happen and what actually happens yeah. are two <laughs> completely different yeah things. exactly so um invariably you uh, have don't have a budget to pay the actors yeah Especially when you're starting out. Mm-hmm. So everybody is doing stuff for free. So I found the best thing when, on a shoot, few shoots that I'm, I did uh, was to feed everybody. Yeah, you so, have to feed everybody. Yeah, and that was something anyway. So, yeah. so, so um, but then you try and do multiple roles and that's kind of hard yeah. to do, especially at the same time.
1: Yeah, because you're a writer, but you're also the director and you're making the photography and also you're preparing food for your, <laughs> yeah. for so, your actors. So
0: there's a lot of things to do, but it, yeah. filmmaking is a very collaborative type mm-hmm. of activity. It's not really that much that you can do completely by on your yourself, own. Though, no. though some people do it, do manage to do it. But generally speaking, you have to depend on other people and that's good, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I think just like you, I've tried to make short films by myself. And I guess uh, you can do it. The, I, if you have the equipment and you have the knowledge, there's nobody stopping you from doing it. But even me doing it and being successful, it's depressing to do it because the filmmaking process uh, of, of being on set is so fun. And so, uh, I don't know, it kind of just fills up your heart when you're next to people who are also passionate about this project and want to uh, achieve the same goal. It kind of feels like a brotherhood, and uh, yeah, and yeah. doing it by yourself, it just kind of feels sad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, that's a, that, that's a really good point, actually. Yeah. The, that collaboration, certainly, because there is a shared passion for filmmaking, is it, you know, it it is it is uh, useful to be working with multiple exactly, people. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, just going back for a second about your move to Lisbon, like you told me briefly now that you'd moved like about three months ago. Mm-hmm. So. Um, what about the language, like learning Portuguese? Mm.
1: Well, um, coming from a Spanish-speaking country, it's obviously there's a you know, very big advantage on learning the language because the roots are super similar and especially the grammar is almost identical. So the challenge with learning languages sometimes is that grammar doesn't make sense at all in your native language uh, to another language but here it's pretty much the same grammar. Sometimes the words are identical to Spanish. So that's been uh, easy for me, I guess, but uh, the one thing that was difficult was that being in Mexico and in Latin America, you're very used to the Brazilian uh, Portuguese. Uh, I had many Brazilian friends in Mexico and I would be able to actually speak in Mexican Spanish and they could speak to me in Brazilian Portuguese and we could understand perfectly without needing to translate anything if we talk slowly, right? But in here, it's a different word. <laughs> the Portuguese, European Portuguese is so different from Brazilian Portuguese that it, it, it became scary actually, because I was like, did I actually land in Portugal? <laughs> <laughs> I can't understand people. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I knew some Brazilian Portuguese and I had the idea of how Brazilian Portuguese worked. But then before coming here, I listened to people to Portuguese people speaking Portuguese. And I realized just how different it sounds. So I knew I had to like enroll myself into classes. I had to do all these efforts in order to get it right as fast as possible. And so far it's been good. I studied for about four or five months. Recently I finished my final exams and everything, the Portuguese language in a Portuguese uh, school. And I definitely had an advantage because of Spanish, so I was actually able to uh, sign up to a higher level course rather than the beginner course. And yeah, I there I pretty much perfected my Portuguese skills and I was able to meet uh, very interesting people. And yeah, this was a very cool experience. And now I'm confident in saying that I can pretty much understand every single Portuguese person if they talk a bit slower. But uh, speaking is definitely still hard for me, but uh, I guess that comes with time. Okay, so um, it sounds like you, you've you hit the ground running
0: since you actually arrived in, in Lisbon. Now that you yeah. can speak uh, fairly good Portuguese, uh, and I guess you're going to apply to colleges now in order to do filmmaking.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the plan, yeah. <laughs> I've uh, looked into colleges, I've looked into workshops and smaller courses as well. Uh, so yeah, the plan is to enroll myself into any filmmaking uh, path. <laughs>
0: okay, and in the meanwhile, I guess, I know you're a member of the Lisbon Writers' Group, but there's also a filmmakers' group.
1: Yeah, the filmmakers' group, I only met them a few weeks ago. Uh, the Lisbon Writers' Group, I've gone a couple of times since a couple months ago, but the filmmaking group, they meet up less frequently, so you don't have many opportunities to meet them, but they're very cool people. They are people from all over the world, uh, including Portuguese locals and expats, who uh, uh, meet up and share their stories and network with each other. And it's been a very cool experience to meet other people in filmmaking and how it works differently in different countries. And I guess you're probably going to make some films with that group. Hopefully, yeah. My idea is I'm always kind of thinking of a film or two, even though I... Sometimes I even have to stop myself, like okay, relax. You just met this person. You don't have to make a film right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, hopefully we can. I can get into a project
0: soon. And of course, when you start in uh, filmmaking uh, courses in college, which you're going to be doing in, mm-hmm. probably in September or, or in the next few months anyway, um, you'll be making you'll be making films there as well with the other students. Yeah, yeah. I sh- I surely will. Yes, indeed. Regarding the Lisbon Writers Group, I know you've been a member of Lisbon Writers Group now for a while. Mm. And
1: how have you found that? Oh, it's, it's great. Um, It actually, I downloaded this uh, meetup app, and I found the group there. And the meetup app was recommended by a friend of mine, who she told me like, oh, yeah, you can find all sorts of stuff. And I was wondering, like, I wonder if because I was uh, looking at YouTube videos and stuff about writing and was like, okay, I want to learn and practice writing. And I asked myself, I wonder if they have like a writing or a filmmaking uh, space here, and they did. And uh, I, that was the very first meetup I actually went to. The, it was the Lisbon's uh, writer group. And I went there and people were so friendly. They seemed so open and so welcoming. Yeah, it's a
0: very good group. Yeah. In fact, I, I enjoy the experiences there and I've met a lot of people and uh, they're all friendly and super uh, very friendly. welcoming. And it's very interesting to hear what, because it's a very diverse group. Exactly, yeah. You know, there's people from lots of different uh, locations there, yeah. as well as Portuguese people.
1: Yeah, at, and there's uh, nothing uh, as inspiring as that, right? Uh, people have a lot of ways to kind of achieve inspiration, I guess. But uh, for me, it was always conversation and meeting new people. Uh, It always seemed like as soon as I met someone new, I kind of got inspired and by their story or by whatever else. And I started writing. And I remember the first time I came to the Lisbon uh, writer group, I was thinking, you know what, maybe today I'm just going to listen. I'm going to I'm going to see how it is. I'm going to just listen to people, maybe not write anything today. But since it was such a welcoming uh, vibe and experience, I ended up actually writing a very cool story that I'm proud of.
0: Yes, and you read it out and it was very well appreciated by the group as well. You (laughs) know, so it was good. And you've you've continued that every time you've been at the the group. Good to hear the stuff you've been writing, Diego. Okay, so let's just look uh, for a moment at the last film that you made. Mm. I know it's in Spanish, but it's translated to like any other day. So yeah. maybe you can describe a little bit about that film.
1: Yeah, well, that film is, uh, I would say it's the film I'm the most proud of because I had a very cool and very lovely experience making it. And uh, it's the one I've thought about the most. <laughs> so its it was one of those things where people always tell you like, oh, you gotta you gotta think about things you gotta let things uh take their time in order to process and you have to give it your all in order for it to be good so uh this was the break where i said okay i'm going to listen to all of those people i'm going to give it all the time it needs i'm going to spend so much time writing and preparing it i'm going to spend the money out of my pocket to do it i'm going to ask for Um, people favor like I I want to I want this to be the very best I can within my limitations and I did that and that film was uh, I was in a course at the time which is is um, an amazing course if you ever go to Mexico City I recommend that course to anyone because how it works is that it's it's eight months of the course and the first four months you're seeing a theory and studying just the ins and outs of cinema and every single role so you're studying editing, you're studying photo- photography, you're studying directing, you're studying everything, but just in theory, along with your classmates. And then the, o- the other four months, every single classmate gets to do a short film. So every single classmate writes a short film and they will direct it, but the other classmates will do the other roles. So let's say my classmate Frank, uh, is writing and directing his short film, and I i am going to edit it. But my other classmate, uh, let's say her name is Blanca, she's doing her short film, directing it and writing it, and I'm going to do the photography. And so you end up doing every single role.
0: That's a great idea, because if yeah. you
1: understand
0: then what the problems are. When you're directing, then yeah. you know... There's challenges for filmmaking, there's challenging, challenges for lighting and for sound. And yeah. you have experience of those. Well, actually, it worked out really well because that film was very nicely made. It was good pacing. Oh, thank you. And the music was good. The acting and the whole writing was very good. I felt that for a five-minute film, it worked really well. And it was
1: very well edited as well. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I, you don't know how many time I spent editing it. <laughs> Like, uh, uh, yeah, I know you can spend night and day <laughs> on,
0: on stuff, but it, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it, it is good. So, um, what about future goals, uh, Diego? Like, what do you hope to be doing in a couple of years' time with regard to filmmaking?
1: Well, um, you know, it's funny because uh, being in high school, I, you always have this uh, dream of, you know what, I want to be a massive director. I want to be known by people. I want my films to be seen by people all over the world and stuff like that. But then I realized, like, uh, I was kind of already living what I really wanted, which is not fame or popularity or success or anything, but just to be able to constantly make films. Uh, So yeah, I guess my goal for the future is to be in a place where I can confidently and constantly be making uh, films, whether they be short or feature films, or helping uh, people with their films, whether it be by editing, being on set, any kind of... uh, All the
0: different roles that you could possibly have in in filmmaking. Diego, thanks very much for being on my podcast today. Uh, This has been super to chat to you about your background and about your interest in filmmaking and where you want to go in the future. And I'm delighted to have you on today and it's been great to chat to you. Thanks very much.
1: Oh, thank you very much for inviting me, Frank. could
0: have been Sardis Same world but without us We'll